podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Club at 22, the Rangers podcast is supported by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off, plus free shipping with code CLUBAT22. Your balls will thank you. Welcome to your club preview here at Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. I am your host this evening, Brian Haymarch, and in a week where we have said goodbye to Jermaine Defoe, we've also been given the green light from our First Minister for fans to return to matches at full capacity. Isn't she wonderful? <laughs> I know three wonderful individuals. However, they're not here this evening, but I do know these three guys. Not too bad. It's Friday, it's the weekend, so yeah, looking forward to the weekend. Um, probably get a couple of babies tomorrow at some point, no doubt. You just want to hold off to tomorrow, yeah? Nah, I don't drink a Friday night. Bathe myself. <laughs> good man. Uh, Scotia Gamo, how are you, mate? I'm very good. I'm here live from the Viceroy, um, as it should be our, our live show this evening, which uh, unfortunately should, yeah. isn't. Yeah. Um, so, so no, should, yeah. unfortunately, stuck in my room, yeah. Oh, well, um, that will be getting rearranged, I imagine, this year, so uh, watch out for that. I, I, wish I, I wish I didn't know that. I'll be thinking about that later on now. Uh, mm. And last but not least, uh, a pod father yourself, Scott Carney, who is looking more chuffed because a slight change of uh, pictures in the background there. Yes, I do have a slight change of pictures in the background. I have uh, Scott Arfield and I have a new Alfredo Morelos that I am very, very happy with. Um, suppose I, there's always a reason I have you on po- these podcasts, and I know it when you have observations like that. I completely forgot tonight it was meant to be our <laughs> uh, pod show. As soon as you said it, I was like, God, so it is. Uh, and obviously, everybody that's watching this um, will know Ali saying that he's getting a few babies tomorrow is him asking Scotia right now to go out for a drink tomorrow. <laughs> to, to be fair, Nicole has been busted. No, I'll actually come back on that one, Carney, because um, Tommy actually phoned me today and invited me later oh, on for Saturday night. Boy. So, um, yeah, you can take that one back. But Scotia will be invited, yes. <laughs> he is invited, yes. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, I am quite happy. Uh, obviously, it's been a good day in terms of getting the prints and that, yes, but Rangers are very nearly back. Uh, so, looking forward to this. Good, good. Me too. I think everybody will be the exact same. Uh, well, tonight we'll be discussing um, the ins and outs in regards to players. There's been um, a few ins and outs, one very recently, 20 minutes before we started uh, recording. Um, we'll be discussing player and manager awards for December. Um, we'll briefly touch on the St Marin game, which was two and a half weeks ago. I felt like two months ago, right enough. <laughs> um, preview the Aberdeen game and I'll get the boys' teams and scores. Uh, so just get straight into it. Um, Cedric Itton was recalled from Gruthafirth, I think that's how you pronounce it, in the Bundesliga this week, to much to many people's surprise. And on kind of not so positive news, uh, Jermaine Defoe decided that he was moving on from Rangers after three years at the club. Um, Itton, for me, is a bit of a surprise. I think... Uh, 
think he's a great option for us and, and I was a fan of him. I was surprised when he did get put out on loan. Um, so I'm glad to see him back. In terms of Jermaine Defoe, I understand the, the business decision behind it and I understand from Defoe's personal point of view, he has said um, he had a meeting with Van Bronckhorst and he couldn't be guaranteed football, uh, regular football and he still feels that he can play regular football. So good luck to Jermaine Defoe. He's been a fantastic servant for, for Rangers. Um, Carly, if I can just get your views on Defoe um, and how you look at his, his time uh, in a Rangers shot and also the, the recall of Cedric scored against Real Madrid, scored against Bayern Munich. <laughs> no, he scored against... Everybody, everybody just always says that. He scored against Bayern Munich. Um, Defoe, am I shocked? No, probably not shocked that he's left. However, what a, a fantastic role we've had at, at, at our club. The ultimate professional, uh, I would say, the, the man looks after himself. And there's not many people that would have a bad word to say about Defoe. I don't think... Uh, he is... He's helped in more ways than one, and I think it's clear with that. I think it's clear with Alfredo Morelos that he, he's helped him through um, bad stages of form. He's helped develop him as a player, no doubt. And yeah, I just I, I can't see anybody really having a bad word to say about him. Uh, I wish him all the best in the future. Uh, hopefully, we'll see him maybe back one day in a coaching capacity um, at Rangers. It'd be good to see him back. He clearly has a soft, <clears throat> a soft. Um, a soft spot for the club now that he's been here and he's experienced it and he's now a league winner we, we managed to provide him with that and it's fully, fully deserved after a career that he has had and they'll be remember fondly by Rangers fans because he scored a goal against Celtic and no matter who you are when you score a goal against Celtic we'll remember you forever you become immortal at that point I was saying to Ali earlier on in the week <clears throat> Jamie Ness all you remember Jamie Ness for at Rangers is scoring that absolute screamer against Celtic and that's true and it's no disrespect to Jamie Ness Obviously, didn't go on to have the career the Rangers that we expected, but you will always remember that goal. So, <clears throat> yeah, good luck to Jermaine Defoe. Um, the Atten one, yeah, I think it took us all a bit by surprise, considering what we were speaking about last time on the pod. Not many of us seen the that recall happening. I like the fact that it's you that's decided. No, I would quite like you back here. I want to see what you're all about. In terms of the way that Gio plays football, I think it will suit it and a lot more than the way Gerard played football. He won't be asked to do as much of the dirty work or the leg work, if you like, and he'll be he'll be left to play as a striker. So when I heard the news and I'd seen that it was Gio that was bringing him back, I'm very excited to see what Gio can get out of him. And uh, to steal a phrase from David Edgar, Motherwell will be terrified. They will indeed, they will indeed. Um, I think it's a good point about Defoe. Defoe definitely played his part for me in bringing that title home. He, he said it when he signed uh, for us and he's he's delivered. Uh, Scotia, as uh, Carly says there, is this a Giovanni Van Bronckhorst masterstroke bringing Eton back for this Motherwell game at the end of, end of February? <laughs> and uh, how will you look at Defoe, uh, Defoe's reign at Rangers? Aye, so on Eton, I think, yeah, I'm a, like Carney said, I think Eton probably suits his type kind of type of player that um, Gio might fancy and he gives a wee different option but I didn't expect him to come back this transfer window but you look at that I'm not even going to try and pronounce their name but you look at them their, their goal difference they're in minus 36 or something like that after 18 games <laughs> minus Aye, 36 but you the goal, is their goal but you difference the goal against Bayern Munich mate. you need to remember I, I think I, yeah I think they've only had one win out of 18 as well so he's not really getting that's not where you want a striker to be playing in all honesty so 
it's probably better that he comes back and it's that that different option and now that the four has been out the out the door as well, it's that different option. And then yeah, on the four he was ambassador esque really, wasn't he? He's just this incredible, credible guy. He's loved everywhere he's been. He's loved, you know. I, I can't find anyone that doesn't dislike Jermaine Defoe. You know, even like Arsenal fans don't really hate Jermaine Defoe, although he played for Spurs all the, all those years, um, which is a strange one when you think about it. Absolutely love him. What he scored upwards of thirty, 30 goals, goals for us. 30, 30 32 goals in 74, yeah. That's, well, that speaks for itself. Can, can, consider how many games those weren't, weren't full 90 minutes. It just, he's just an all-round classic striker. I, I, I love him. I remind him he was on the... You know that show that was on Sky Sports where you pick your top? And he was yes. on, he was talking about... It, before he, he was, This was even before he signed for Rangers. When he was talking about the Coisty top. And he was like, oh, I just loved Coisty. And he looked at Coisty as a player and Jermaine Defoe's that exact same kind of striker. Yeah, love the guy and wish him all the best. I think he can probably stay, play for another two or three seasons. Yeah, I think he'll, I think he'll continue in football. It'll be interesting to see where his next move is, whether it's going to be um, down in England again or not. Ali, what's your views? Is there anything else you could add about Defoe and um, Itton? Itton deserves another chance for me. I know we've had quite a few conversations about Itton, but I think he deserves another chance, and certainly because we've got a new manager in place who does have a well, a world-class striker as a coach now on board. Um, he deserves a chance, no? Yeah, I mean, you meant the four guys have pretty much summed him up. To me, he was a he was a role model. He helped Alfie as well, which was good. The only downside is I can't sing the DJ Otzi song anymore, so... <laughs> That's a downside. I know you like the waka waka Ryan, which we try to find like Sally for ages. But um, the Jermaine Defoe song that'll be a gutter because I did enjoy that one. Um, we'll need to get somebody new to sing that too. But no, I'll be getting. We kind of touched on him in the last pod. I think I kind of brought him up. We didn't really mention him that much. I, mean, I think we all kind of said his career was probably done at Rangers. Um, but no, I'm glad to see him come back. As Scotia said, he was at a club that. Doesn't help him if they're way down the relegation uh, zone, so that that didn't help him. But I think the way Gio's got us playing, where he likes two wingers and he likes a guy in the middle, I think it could suit Cedric Itton. And we've got a potential potential problem coming up. I know probably Scotia, he's your stats man here, he's probably looked into this. Alfie could get called up for Colombia because they've got an injury and Kamar Roof could be called up for Jamaica for the old fun coming up. So there's a potential, and I'm just saying potential, uh, before folks shite themselves here, um, <laughs> Cedric Itton may need to lead the line in that game, potentially. So, yeah, it's an, again, it's a no-brainer for me. I'd bring him back. I don't think he had a great chance under Gerard. He was played wide out right a lot of times. He wasn't played through the middle. So, no, I'm looking forward to it. I think he's got something to prove, and I think he'll come back wanting to prove something. And uh, I think he'll get a chance, and he'll, we will probably see him. As I said about the um, the new guy that signed um, the American Christopher Sands, Christopher, I could forget that. Um, I think he'll play against uh, Sterling Albion up front as well. Yeah, Ryan, I agree. I think. Yeah, on you go. Ryan, just just quickly on Defoe. I, I, the only the the biggest bad bit about the the Defoe leaving the way he has is we didn't get a chance to thank him. It, and obviously, that's due to this the whole 
ridiculous restrictions that we weren't allowed to go to football. I don't know when the conversation happened. I don't know if it would have been in place for the last time we were at Ibrooks, um, which had been Boxing Day. We didn't have another game, did we? It was just Boxing Day. So, I mean, I don't know if the conversation would have happened by that point, but it's just a shame that we he didn't get to receive a, a, a good reception from a full house at, at Ibrooks because they thoroughly deserved that. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's certainly crossed my mind as well yesterday. Um, before I forget, we have made a pre-contract signing just before we started recording. Um, Hearts centre-half John Souter has signed a pre-contract with Rangers and it's been confirmed. Uh, John Souter will join up, as it stands, will join up with Rangers in the summer. He's made 121 appearances for Hearts. He is over six foot. He has... Six, the six years he's played, he's averaged at 17 games per season. If you take that, uh, his injuries into consideration, I think that's pretty impressive. And he's now a Scotland, a Scotland international as well. Uh, Ross Wilson has said that we are really looking forward to John joining Rangers and continuing his development under Geo, our coaching and our support staff. John is a full Scotland international and has so much potential ahead for the coming years. I've really enjoyed getting to know John across all of our conversations so far, and I can see how excited uh, he and his family are to be joining Rangers. We are equally excited that to welcome John to Ibrooks. Ali, we spoke at this night there, just briefly. It's a good signing for Rangers, I think. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. I think we all said that. He's, like I say, 25. Will he come in, in the, at the end of the window? Will Hearts want to do a deal with us to get rid of him? Potentially, but um, no, I think it's a good signing. I thought a guy came in at work today, Carney, um, and he's a Hearts fan. And the first thing I said to him is, "I hope you get John Stewart in your car, with you." But um, he was, he was, te- <laughs> he was, he was, he was, uh, he was telling me that. I mean, I've only seen bits of John Stewart this year, but he was telling me John Stewart is good with the ball at his feet. In terms of, I've been asking for this ball playing centre half to replace Goldson, so. Could he be that guy? And I was talking to him, and he was saying, "Yeah, he can he can play with the ball with his feet quite well." So I was interested to hear that from him. Um, yeah, I think it's a good sign, and Scotia will be happy because that's another Scottish international in the Rangers team as well. So that will keep him happy. But o- overall, it's a yeah, it's a good sign, a very good sign by Rangers. Totally, Scotia centre half at heart. I had to say it. Um, what's your <laughs> views on um, centre side? <laughs> Well, I'm I'm delighted. I would, like, when you'd sent the notes to earlier about what you wanted to talk about, I've just written down Suter, still want, and this is obviously before six o'clock hit and the news came out. Um, so yeah, really delighted. Um, like Ali says, I think he's a really, really good player. Um, and he, yeah, he kind of ticks that quota of being Scottish international. Let's put him inside the same box as Etten because he scored that header against Denmark. So. Let's put big goals for against bigger teams than than we are. Um, a long way in there. Um, yeah, really good. The question is, will Hearts? Hearts will want an awful lot of money off of us. I would expect to get them in January. So I don't think they will. That's I don't think they will. You, you know, you don't think so. I think I think nah. Hearts will hold out for a bit of money. Honestly, do they've put a they've put a statement out saying they want a significant uh, transfer fee if he's to leave before the summer. I'm pretty sure Dundee said something similar about Kamara and that didn't work out well for them. Uh, Carly, <laughs> what's your views on Suter? So, yeah, I get the, the signing of it. Do I think he's the ball-playing centre-half to 
replace Connor Goldson. We'll see. Time will tell with that. I don't know if he's got that fully in his locker. Who knows? He, he, he might be. He might turn out to be that. I would like to hope that he, he could fulfil that role. It's a, it's a sensible signing from Rangers. It's it's very risk-free, in, in my opinion. It, it, it does the, adds the quota of the homegrown player as well. And Yeah, I'm, I'm for it. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I think he's... Well, up there with one of the best centre backs in the league. I don't think there's really much doubt about that. Uh, there's not many to choose from, to be completely honest. No disrespect to the rest of them, but I think he's still at, he's he's reaching his peak age. He's reaching his he's um, he's going to be reaching his full potential in the next couple of years. And the, yeah, the fact that he's decided to knock back a few clubs in England to to stay with Rangers, then yes, I, I'm I, I'm all for that. Um, in terms of I'll be shocked if he's not here by the end of the window. I, I, I just don't see the benefit in him staying at Hearts, apart from helping Hearts maybe secure a higher higher finish as they possibly can. But, I mean, for I know what you're saying, Skosh, but how much is he on a week? Just now? Lucky. He's on a few grand. Lucky if he's like, on about so, three, four grand. So what's a couple of grand from now until the end of the season? It's on to do quick maths for me because I'm rubbish. Ten. Four months, so eight, eight yeah, grand, so, ten grand. So, right, so then at least, I mean, it's going to be this, as Ryan says, it's going to be a 50 grand job or a 60 grand. Uh, I would imagine Rangers would even pay up to 100 um, in order to get the deal done now and to get him in the door. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I would be shocked if he doesn't arrive before this window closes. But, yeah, um, welcome to the most successful team in football, John. And uh, we are looking forward to seeing you play. Could I jump in? Because obviously Nathan Patterson left. So that's one of the Scottish players that's left for the Borussia Dortmund game. And I wonder if that signing's maybe been made because, mind Jack Simpson got left out of the European squad probably for the reason that we needed more Scottish players in it than him. So maybe that's, you know, a thinking behind it. So maybe yeah. it could actually come at the end, before the end of this window. It's uh, a good show, although would... Would we be allowed to register him for the Dortmund game? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I think, yeah. I think. Can we? Yeah, right. yeah January 12th. Oh, well, yeah, totally. To be. Yeah, that's a good show. Providing they hadn't played for... Um, providing Hearts never played in Europe, which they haven't, so... They definitely haven't, oh, you know. I know that. I don't know <laughs> very much, I know Hearts didn't play in Europe, right? <laughs> right. It's been a while. Um, we wanted to speak about it as well, so that's that's kind of closed off the transfers. There are there are a few kind of outgoing transfers in the balance at the moment. I've read about, but we've we've kind of covered it um, on the last pod uh, this week as well. News come out: that Scottish Premiership clubs have favoured a return to five substitutions after the winter break. Teams have used three substitutions this season uh, after opening opting to use five last season during the peak of the pandemic. Um, I think this is I, I don't like rules changing in the middle of the season um, I'm not paranoid but I think this favours a club like Hamstring Academical um, I don't think we need it Ali, what's your views on this rule changing um, in January which is bizarre I think it favours um, that certain team you just said there and I think it does with my blue tinted glasses off as well, it favours Rangers too. It favours the two of us because we have bigger squads. It is a disadvantage to basically all the other teams in the Scottish Premiership apart from Rangers and Celtic. 
So I feel sorry for the other teams because they don't have a squad that us in Celtic do. It's going to benefit us in games in terms of you can have a bigger bench, you can bring more players on now, obviously. So I agree with you. I, I think if it's a rule at the start of the season, that's it. It shouldn't be changed halfway through. I know because of COVID, etc. this is why they're trying to do it. But no, I, I think it favours the two big teams in Scotland. And um, I take my blue specs off. It's it's a disadvantage to these other teams, but it is an advantage to us. So you'll take whatever you can get, but I don't think it's fair. Yeah, you're quite possibly going to make a good point there, um, but I am a bitter old firm fan, so I'm just going to be arrogant and stick with my guns. <laughs> Carly, Carly, what's your view on this? Is uh, Are you with Ali? Do you think that it favours uh, both teams or just um, the ones that are dropping with flies over the other side of the city? Yeah, I agree with Ali, mate. <clears throat> I think this favours the two big teams in Scotland. Um, do I understand it? Not particularly because, again, I'm most people know I'm not the most intelligent of chaps, but I, I just don't understand how this helps with COVID. Like, how does it help with COVID? Because if if your teams, if they've all the teams get COVID, then it doesn't really make a difference how many substitutes you can make or you've got a COVID outbreak at your team. It's kind of kind of doesn't make much sense to me. Um, I do think it has been pushed by one team more than another, but I don't think Rangers would have pushed back on it very much because the strength and depth of our squad it favours us. And yeah, I, I wasn't too disappointed when it happened. I think it can it can disrupt games the wrong way sometimes when, when there's that many substitutes being made. However, due to being, naming a bigger bench, you will also keep some of the the fringe players more happier because they'll be kitted out for their match day. They could get a chance to play and a bigger bench means more people involved in the, the kind of match day routine instead of sitting in the stands watching the game. So it's a win-win for, for Rangers, but yeah, how it helps COVID, I don't know. I really don't know, but as Ali said, you take what, you, you take what you're given and that one I'm not too fussed about. Yeah, Scotia... I agree with Canada there. I don't see the COVID point of view at all. I can't see where that's coming from. What about yourself? No, on the COVID point of view, I know League Two. They've got they've kept five subs all they've started the season off with five subs, whereas League One in the championship both said no, we'll go to three as along with us. So I think the SPFL are in discussions with League One in the championship if they want to do it. Now I can understand it more for them because they're all part time, so they'll be going to their, their proper jobs really and potentially becoming a close contact there and things like that. Whereas in the Premiership, when you're a full-time club, yeah, I don't agree how it works. But like Ali and Carney have said, it's it's brilliant for us. And kind of going on from what Carney was saying there about fringe players, what I think it's really good for is the youth players, like Leon King will be in the matchday squad. You'll maybe, maybe even see like Charlie McCann, Tony Weston's coming up and just been involved around the first match day squad, sitting on the bench in a proper match day, and that'll give them the worldly experience as well. So it's only good for us and the Celtic as well. But so uh, it is what it is, really. Well, I yeah, think as well. Sorry, Ryan. I think as well. Obviously, was it who was it that had a name like a a coach on their bench? Oh, that was Dundee. So I mean. You have another outbreak, and if there's an outbreak, obviously not at Rangers, it probably not happen for us, but supporters of 
I don't know, teams with smaller squads, lower end of the, the, the Premiership, the fans could be in my shout of getting a, a game for them. I mean, if there's a COVID <laughs> outbreak, so <laughs> the bench is going to be up to nine, nine supporters on the bench. <laughs> This is true, this is true, but we all know that Dundee will let anybody play for them, so... Um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> swiftly, swiftly moving on, um, <laughs> wanted to discuss the player and manager awards that were um, handed out this week. Both, for me, were pretty inevitable, but obviously I'm going to say that. Uh, firstly, manager of the month was given to Gio, um, six league wins, including uh, visits to Tynecastle and Easter Road. No goals conceded in December uh, domestically outlines a totally instant impact that Giovanni Van Bronckhurst has had with this Rangers squad. Um, we'll touch on him, we'll touch on Van Bronckhurst in a bit. Uh, player of the month for December was Alfredo Morelos. Four goals in five games after a kind of sticky patch uh, previously. He scored against Dundee on the fourth and he scored at Tynecastle. Then he scored at St, uh, against St Johnston and then finally scored against St Mirren uh, on Boxing Day. Carney, like I said, Mirello scored four goals in five games. He's a happy boy just now and he is dangerous when he's happy. Have you seen a change in Mirello since Van Bronckhorst and his team came in? Definitely. Um, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the... Oh, there's a there's a new manager here. I'm going to have to impress, or they have decided that they're going to put him so, through some form of personalised training. Not that I would have thought Gerard didn't do that to him, but we've all said it. He's looking leaner. He's looking fitter. He's looking much more aggressive in a good way, not an aggressive in his he's kind of bad way, in his old way, if you like. Um, he's using his aggression now, and he's he's putting it towards his playing. There's been a noticeable change. Um, I think he really likes Gio. Um, I think Gio speaks Spanish. Am I correct in that? So yeah, that's did. obviously something else as well that he's 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 been able to communicate quite easily with Gio. Um, and yeah, Mackay's there. So and from all all reports that I've heard, he's he's really enjoying working um, under Mackay. So I mean, thoroughly deserved. And you know, the bit I love the most about it is all the. The SPFL like um, social media accounts and all that have to put a picture of Alfredo Morelos up, and it goes far and wide, and everybody sees it, and everybody hates him, and it's fucking beautiful. I absolutely love it. Um, so yes, thoroughly deserved Alfredo Morelos, and hopefully he gets it for. Uh, I suppose will they do one in January? No, February. They do one in February. <laughs> so uh, my favourite is when Morelos gets a player of the player of the month award. If you go into any comment section on social media, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Good. He could score, he could score ten goals in a month, and it's just pure hatred. It's it's brilliant. Scotia, can I kind of stole my thunder a wee bit, and that's why I shouldn't really go to him first and ask a question. Uh, Roy <laughs> Mackay, Roy Mackay, as I've texted the group chat, I am starstruck with at times because he's yards away from me um, at Ibrooks when he's warming the players up. And he's just, for me, has a bit of an aura about him. He's been there and done it. Um, and like Carly said, well, the same as Gio, my understanding is he's fluent in Spanish. This must be a a, a huge positive for Morelos to work, with, work under Roy McKay. 
Oh, I think so because I mean we, we spoke about Defoe there, and obviously Defoe was a player, but he was obviously coaching a wee bit as well. But this is the first time in a long while we've actually had an out and out world class striker as your your coach. We didn't have that under the Gerrard management team. There wasn't really a striking coach as such. So just being able to work with a player like Mackay with the experience he's had just must be wonderful. And I think that shines through in how Alfie's kind of just screwed the nut a wee bit. He looks leaner and fitter. I think he's, he still looks leaner and fitter every day. You see him on Instagram and stuff. He's looking fitter and fitter and fitter. He's obviously getting geared up for this Columbia game, Carney, that you mentioned. <laughs> please no. Please no. I'm, I wish you hadn't said that. Um, Ali... Morelos looks happy, as we said, um, and when he's happy, he is very, very dangerous. The best striker in Scotland, bar none. Gerard and him had a love-hate relationship. I don't think um, I'm out of line when I say that. They've definitely had his frustrations with each other. Do you think that Gio is going to get the best version that we all know and love out of Morelos? Yeah. I mean, Morelos for years is... I mean, he, he's annoyed us as well as fans too. I mean, there was been just times when Morelos, we all went and get him to, you know. Um, but you, you grew, we grew to love Morelos. That's just what he is. That's the character he is. And under Gerard, yeah, you could kind of sense a bit of tension between them at times. I could, I could feel it. But no, he's he's back to the Morelos that we we know under under Gio and. But Roy McKay, like you say, he's fluent in Spanish. Gio's can speak Spanish as well, which which is brilliant. Because before, Candace was his buddy. So he was a kind of interpreter for him because his English isn't he great, Morelos. That's why he doesn't do interviews. And when he does interviews, it's bloody 30 seconds. I think it's I better think than it's, you think. It's better than you think. Yeah, I'd agree with Scotia there. Well, yeah, to be I think fair, it's definitely better than you think. He's in sanctuary every weekend, so he's probably getting the, <laughs> getting the words in there. But, um, but no, I, I think he's been... Outstanding, Morelos, and I mean, I seen that that post on Instagram the other night as well, and he just looked lean as hell, like and at the best shape I've seen him in, and he looks ready yeah. to go. He's putting the posts on social media. He he's like an animal. He's like, get me out there. And if, if Colombia are watching this podcast, and I know they are, do not pick Alfredo Morelos. <laughs> and if Alfie's watching us, well, I know he is. Sorry, Alfie, but we need you. <laughs> yes, I'll echo that as well. If Columbia, any Colombian coaches are watching us, Morelos has played terrible the past few months. He's been <laughs> absolutely rotten. Um, and do not do not take him. Uh, we'll move on to the to preview. And obviously, we're here to discuss the, the game on Tuesday, live on Sky Sports, Aberdeen away. Uh, 7.45 kickoff. Our last game against St. Mirren. Uh, we won 2-0. We've obviously already done a reaction pod to that, but it was a while ago. Uh, we won 2-0 on Boxing Day. Scott Wright and Alfie scoring. Rangers moved the ball fantastically well that day for me in the first half especially. <clears throat> and um, looked like the team that we all want to see uh, or what we see on the pitch. We go into this game in a rich vein of form. As I said, we... Winning the six league games under Geo, not conceding a goal. Our opposition, Aberdeen, are also in good form there and a run of four wins out of five. Um, home, a 2 0 home win against Livingston, a 4 1 win against St Mirren at home, a 1 0 win against St Johnson away, a defeat 1 0 to Hibs, and then finally a 2 1 win against Dundee, however, a bit embarrassingly for them, an Instagram sensation Lee Griffiths scored against them. 
Um, Scotia, we against the Mirren, we look on it and we look sharp. Uh, what are you expecting on Tuesday night? Do you think we'll see more of the same from Rangers or do you think there might be a bit of a lag? To be honest, it was that long ago that I had to go back this morning, watch the highlights and then re-watch like, our post-match that we'd done just to kind of remember what we're saying. And yeah, we did. We looked really good that game. And because we've had this wee lag, it's difficult to judge how we're going to come back to it. I'm hoping we'll just come back all guns blazing. Geo's had ample amount of time now to work with everyone. Training for the last... I mean, they had a week or so off over the Christmas period or just after Boxing Day. A week off over that and then he's... He's had to work with him the next two weeks, just training all the time, getting his thoughts completely through. Because I think everyone said it, that he's not had enough time to really sit down because it was a game like every three or four days that we were playing when Gio had come in. And it's about to be that again. But um, So he's had this time to actually get his thoughts across, which will be really good to see. So I'm hoping that we can go into this where we left off and just be absolutely on top of it. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. If, if we can see any type of any level of performance like we've seen against Mirren in that first half, I'm confident. Uh, Ali, Aberdeen were playing well, like ourselves, uh, racking the racking the wins up. They always raise their game against us. In hindsight, we looked at these fixtures: Livingston away, Hibs away, Hearts away, and said, "Oh, these these could be potential banana skins." In hindsight, it's easy said now that we've won these games. Is this? Not a banana skin, is this a tough game? Yeah, if we'd played this game as we should have played it after St Mirren, I'd be on here going, I'm very confident the way Rangers are playing and we'll win that game. Because we've not kicked a ball in a few weeks, <clears throat> it's it's difficult. See, when you have these breaks, you don't know what the team's going to be like when it comes back after a few weeks out. We've seen it in winter breaks <laughs> a few years back when they came back and looked a completely different team. I don't think they will, Rangers. Um, Aberdeen at Ibrooks snatched a draw from us. I mean, we gifted them two goals. I thought Aberdeen were, were very poor at Ibrooks, even though they got a draw. Um, their form has picked up Aberdeen. They will raise their game, as they always do. This is a cup final for Aberdeen when we come up to Petodre. The fans are back in as well. Um yeah, it's we've got the cause Celtic drop points against St Mirren, which nobody expected. It's given us a slight cushion if we did go up there and draw, for instance. But um, yeah, if I, if I look back to when they played St Mirren and, and, and we roll in again like that, we should win the game. Um, it just depends what team shows up. But yeah, I, I fancy Rangers. Yeah, same, same. Um, Carney. We've spoke about this uh, a few times. Gio has got obviously changed things to a point I am so confident and enjoying watching Rangers, uh, which puts my anxiety through the roof, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, it's always a difficult place to go to Petodre, however we're playing, um, because of the obvious reasons we've just discussed. Are you confident for Tuesday? How are you feeling about it with obviously Rangers not having played for a couple of weeks? I think it's obviously a lot more difficult than Stirling Albion at home is what it, what we should have been coming back to. Uh, obviously, it's a, a much more difficult trip. Uh, I'll pretty much go along with what Scotia was saying. I think Gio was flung in, made the wee tweaks that he made and managed to go on the run that we did, only conceding two goals in nine games. 
And now he's had a bit of time. Obviously, there's I know there's been a few players away, um, etc. But um, the African Cup of Nations and whatever else. But the majority of the squad is still there. They would have had a good rest. They would have had plenty of time to um, get themselves together a wee bit of time off. And now he's had he's had time with the team. And I hate saying this because it'll, it'll bloody tempt fate. I know it, but I expect Rangers to be even better. I expect us to look even better. I think St Murren were very lucky that it was only 2-0 um, from that Boxing Day game because Rangers were fantastic. And if we can just put the final wee bit to uh, put the final wee bit of the, the philosophy that Gio wants into action, then I, I, I hate feeling confident too and I hate saying things, but I just can't see I can't see a team stopping us. I, I really can't. I'm loving what he's what he's doing. I'm loving his his ideas, the way he wants to play football. It, just every little small thing, even the adjustments of only having one wing back going forward at times, mostly Tavernier. We have to be honest, it's usually Tav and Borna will not go as high, but just all the wee tweaks has made us solid again. <clears throat> and now we're adding players to an already pretty pretty strong squad. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I can't wait for Rangers to be back. Everybody's the same. It's been feels like I think because the, the the Boxing Day game got kind of took away from us. It just feels like such a long time ago since we were we were at Ibrox since we watched the game. If that makes sense, um, and I can't wait now. I, I'm really really looking forward to it. But I um, yes, I'm feeling confident as I say, <laughs> worried about tempting fate. But yes, I am feeling pretty confident. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, mate. Um... Anyway, if, if you listen to Van Bronckhorst the other day there when he did his interview, he's taken this as a positive, uh, this break, because he said he's had time with the players, got time to jail, and as you say, put his philosophy over. So, yeah, let's 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 go into it uh, with a positive outlook. So this will be interesting um, to see what the teams and scores are. Ali, do you want to give us your team and score with first goal scorer, please? I think we might all pick the same team here. And I'd be surprised if we don't. Um, my back line is McGregor and goal. Tav, Goldson, Bassey, Barisic, Kamara, Arfield. Now, my man, Joe Arrivo, is not there. He's tearing up now from Cup Nations. So, this is for Scotia. Scotia's man, Haji, has now got a run of games to show that he should be playing in the middle of the park. So, Haji, Ryan Kent, Alfredo Morelos, and he's got to play for his man and match performance against St Mirren, Scott Wright. That's my team. And your score? Oh, sorry. And and my, score, my, score, my score line is going to be 2 0 Morelos. Yep, cool. Uh, Carly, what's your team um, score and first <laughs> scorer, please? Very boring when we all pick the same thing, isn't it? Um, I could see Ryan laughing there, and I'm presuming he's laughing because Ali's just picked the team and the score. Uh, I went for 2 0 also. I 100% agree with Ali. I think that has to be the team. I can't see any real changes in that. Um, I think Scott Wright deserves a- another chance um, after the way he played against St. Murren. So. The only other one that you would maybe think would be Sakala for right, but apart from that, I think this team pretty much picks itself for the game on Tuesday night. Uh, and I'll to be different, I'll go three now, and I'll go Ryan Kent to score first. Before Scotia comes on, I just hope Sakala comes on and scores because he's not cut his head apparently before he, sc- till he scores right, a goal. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. 
You let it look like Scotia. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that, Sakala. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, Scotia, what about your team uh, score and first goal scorer, please? Yeah, exactly the same team. And um, as Carney's just picked my score, I'll need to go 4 0, Rangers. <laughs> with, um, let's go, with Hadji, first goal scorer. He's due a goal, to be fair. Hadji's definitely due a goal. Due a performance as well, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, I have went, I have, I'm just been honest. I hope that's all right. And I hope I've not. Sorry, Yanis, if you're watching there, uh, but I'm away. Hey, up your game, son. Hey, up oh. your game. Um, I have went for the exact same team as Ali, exact same score and the exact same goal scorer. That is a sign for me. I will be putting a bet on this uh, on Tuesday. Come on, the Rangers. So I think that's it. Have we got anything else to discuss at all? Or are we saying our goodbyes? That was good, boys. I enjoyed it. How quick is Ali? Bal- obviously, Balogun's back training now. How quick do you reckon he'll be back in the squad? Not Tuesday. I've not read anything about no. him. Not even on the bench, but, I think, no. That's why I wonder if we'll be in a rush to push this Suter transfer through if Hollander and Balogun are now floating about the, the first team. Um, mm. I wonder how desperate we are to get Suter in or just rinse heart, hearts a wee bit. Be interesting to see. I, th- I, th- I still think I think I still think Rangers will push for Suter to get. I just don't see the benefit for the cl- any club or for Hearts or for Rangers or for the player himself to stay at Hearts where he knows where he's going. Same way I'd imagine if somebody comes in and does a pre-contract offer for Conor Goldson, I'd imagine he's going to go because they'll just if it's an English team they'll just pay the rest of his contract and Rangers will let him go. I just don't I don't see the benefit in it um, except from you get a, a player pretty cheap. So true, true. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, however, I do think Rangers are in a good position. Whatever way it goes, we are getting a man in the summer. So, yeah, interested to see how that one plays out. Okay, gents, that was great. As I said, really enjoyed it. Ali Pearson, thanks very much, mate. Enjoy your pints tomorrow with or without Scotia. <laughs> yeah, no, I will. Um, I'll enjoy the game next week. I'm, in for, I'm down in Exeter next week for, um, at my main office in my work, so I'll be finding a pub down in Exeter to watch it. So... Everyone down in Exeter, beware, because I'm a nightmare when um, I'm watching Rangers on the telly. <laughs> so it's shouting and swearing, but I'm looking forward to being back. I'll be watching out for the news in Exeter next week. That'll be interesting as well. <laughs> uh, Scotia, cheers, mate. Enjoy your weekend and enjoy Ali's couch. It's very comfortable. Uh, I know. I've slept on it a couple of times, Ryan. Um, usually when I miss my train. <laughs> Bugger off! <laughs> I'll miss my train. I'll go like I'm just I'm just away to get my train, and then I will go. Oh no, I've just missed my train. <laughs> Ali, sleeping your couch. Um, no, it seems like an age since we've watched Rangers play. Yeah, so I just can't wait for Tuesday. Tuesday can't come quick enough in my book. Yes, yeah, an age indeed, Carly. Uh, thanks very much. Thanks for letting me host, mate. Really enjoyed it. Um, you're the exact same as us. Desperate for Tuesday. I could see this weekend far enough. If I'm honest. Oh, I can't wait, mate. I cannot wait for Rangers to be back. Um, it's a bit crap that it's a Tuesday night and it's not the 
it's not a home game, but I will take it. I'm, I'm desperate to see the team play again. Um, and it's my pleasure to let you host me. It's, your, it's our podcast. It's everyone's podcast. Um, just quickly, I don't think I said at the start, thank you to Art of Gold for the Prince. Um, I don't think I said that at the start when we were talking about them. So the Prince are behind me um, is Art of Gold. So thank you very much for that. And yes, mate, um, let's, let's geo. That's you indeed. Thank you everyone for listening and watching the podcast. Uh, use our Manscaped Club at 22 uh, promo code. You'll get 20% off and free shipping. As we say in every pod, their products are tremendous and your balls will thank you. <laughs> like, share and subscribe um, to the podcast. We very much appreciate uh, the conversation we see in, on YouTube at the moment. We're having, we're having a great community there at the moment. Um, really enjoy that and everyone enjoy the game on Tuesday. Rangers are back and let's geo. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network.